0: The following podcast contains spoilers for To The Bone and Kreisha. You have been warned.
1: back everybody to KFR news radio this is your host and hostess Miguel Magusto Glenjamin button <laughs> it's still a mystery which one's which but we'll leave you to that well
0: last week I'm pretty sure you said you were the hostess you're damn right I am
1: <laughs> it's wonderful how you doing Glenn I'm doing doing is doing
0: can do you, you know do, doing is doing can doing do
1: quote me on that right there
0: oh I shall I'll, I'll make sure to bring it up in your uh, your court hearing.
1: Um, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> there it is.
0: So, uh see any movies last week, Glenn?
1: I saw uh, actually. Into. I did. I did see two movies last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw To the Bone and Creeta. Oh, well, well, at least you did the bare minimum. Uh, did I actually see? I, th- I feel like I saw something else, but I didn't. Okay. <sighs> well,
0: since the seven days that have been last our last recording, <laughs> I have seen. Including the two for today, eight movies. Mm-hmm. Oh man, When am I gonna get a life glen? Uh, just don't answer that question, it doesn't matter. Okay, well, the first one I watched was Beetlejuice because I had never seen oh, it before. Yes, how dare you? It's okay. I, I mean, I don't understand why everyone Michael Keaton's great, but I was it's... gonna say
1: that's the reason why it's a classic, right? There. Yeah,
0: Michael Keaton's fantastic, everything else is just it's all right. Uh, but I've had too many people get angry at me in the past year for not having seen it. Don't worry, I'm not mad at you. And I don't understand why everyone was angry that I didn't see it, even after watching it.
1: I'm angry that you saw it.
0: How about that? Well,
1: throw, that's, let's throw it in for a loop. That's a nice
0: change. But, uh, yeah. The other, one of the other movies I saw was Fighting With My Family, uh, starring oh. KFR darling Florence Pugh, uh, from... Outlaw King, yeah, um, yeah, that one was that that was pretty good actually. It's uh, surprisingly emotional for the subject matter. It's about a you know a wrestling family, and yeah, yeah it kind of got me at one point. I was just like, "How it's about dare you, Page?" Right? Yeah, it's about Page. Page, the uh, rocks
1: in it more than the commercials should say.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, he's actually pretty good in it. You know, I was kind of worried about him playing himself. Thought it'd be kind of uh. You know, bad, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was he was fine. He was actually pretty funny, uh, had good comedic timing, as he usually does. But I was just worried that it would kind of fall through with him playing himself.
1: How was Nick Frost?
0: Nick Frost was great as usual. Um, yeah, he was, he was good. He's great. It's fantastic great, got it Grand <laughs> uh, Then Kaitlyn and I saw Isn't it romantic With Rebel Wilson Liam Hemsworth Adam Levine And I'm gonna try to pronounce her name Priyanka Chopra I think I got that
1: actually but, Chopra uh, Yeah That uh, movie It's a very meta movie About rom-coms You know what's funny I saw the trailer for it The day it came out Like yeah. I was like Oh okay I might want to see that And then yeah. I was like Oh it's out <laughs> Yeah Oh
0: It's it's decent, you know. As as it could could have been a lot worse, uh, could have been a lot better, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, Then I saw Academy (laughs) Academy Award nominated. Are
1: you turning into me? I am turning into you. (laughs) It's good. It's not phenomenal, but it's 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 okay.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to get through these pretty quickly. Um, I didn't hate Rebel Wilson in it though, which you know normally she annoys the crap out of me. Say is
1: that a classic case for you?
0: She she just. I feel like she chose the scenery too much.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and she she did a a fine job in this, you know. You did a fine a, job,
1: Rebel Wilson. You yeah, did a fine I, th- job. I thought she
0: did great. Uh, I w- I wasn't expecting that from her. Uh, then I saw Academy Award nominated foreign film Capernaum, which apparently means chaos, because in the you know in the subtitles it said chaos. Yeah. When the title came up, it was like, oh. Cool. And how was it? It was depressing as fuck. <laughs> My God, it was fantastic. But essentially the entire thing is about this 12-year-old boy uh, who's suing his parents because they irresponsibly have kids in while living in po- uh, poverty in uh, Beirut, Lebanon.
1: Yeah. And it's like
0: so fucking depressing. He runs away from home. Uh, meets up with this uh, Ethiopian um, immigrant who has a son, and while he's babysitting the son, the mom gets arrested. Jesus. But she can't tell anyone about her son, or else he'll, I don't know, get uh, taken away from her. And my. God, it was depressing. Holy shit. <laughs> so steer clear
1: um, is what you're saying. No,
0: it's you you should watch it, but like uh, the kid, the main kid in it, his name is uh, Zane Al-Rafia. Holy shit. The entire thing is just about like he sues his parents f- quote for being born. <laughs> like he's just mad that his parents had him. And <sighs> My God, I can't, I can't say too much more without giving it away. But is so. What you're saying is, hey, it looks good. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, you know me; I love depressing movies. No, I but know. Yesterday was just depressing movie after depressing movie, except for Free Solo. Um, but I, yeah. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, the next movie I saw was Everybody Knows with uh, Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Oh yeah. Uh, it's essentially about this woman who visits her hometown in Spain for a wedding and her daughter gets kidnapped. Classic. And her, you know, her family's just trying to find them. That was also depressing. Uh, that one was, it was good. Um, you know, nothing extremely memorable about it, but Javier by Dem's great in it. Uh, Penelope Cruz is great. Um,
1: does she still look like she's 30 something? No, she's, she, she looks like a good, how old is she? So I'd say mid forties. What's that math? Uh, t- 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 m-
0: yeah, she she looks like she's in her forties, but like good forties. <laughs> the good um, forties, you know, like a, like a rich person forties. Not rich, she's forty four. Us peons. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she um, they were they were both great in it. Uh, probably in from what I've seen, Penelope Cruz's best performance. Even better um, than
1: Vanilla Sky. That's literally the only movie I remember. Wait, hearing. was she in?
0: Was she in that movie about uh, Frida Kahlo?
1: Or is that no someone
0: else? Let's see. Because if she, oh no, that was Selma Hayek. Um, so yeah, as from what I've seen, it's it's her best performance. Okay. Uh, then I saw Free Solo, the Academy Award-winning documentary um, about what's his name. Alex Honnold, uh, the free solo rock climber uh, who climbed El Capitan in Yosemite uh, without any ropes or anything. Uh, That was really intriguing because the majority of it was about how, uh, you know, the morals behind a documentary crew filming something where someone might die. Yeah. Like where it's like a good possibility Um, because, you know, the he's. Lived his entire life with the thought that he might die anytime he goes climbing, so he's just kind of like whatever about it, and it's yeah. more, more about like his girlfriend and the documentary crew, um, dealing with the possibility, which was really a really interesting take on it. Um, so I could see why it won, uh, but that's all I saw other than the other two.
1: But, yeah, uh, I f- yeah. feel like I did see something, but I have no idea. I well, doubt I did. That's why you gotta. I, I need take to, to contribute. Note. <laughs> you gotta contribute.
0: Take note. But that being said, let's get into it, shall we? We shall. We shall get into To The Bone. All right, ready? 280 for the pork, 350 for the buttered noodles, 150 for
1: the roll, and 75 for butter. It's like you have calorie Asperger's. That's not breakfast. Neither is coffee. You do a lot of sit-ups. I'm not going to treat you if you aren't interested in living. Good speech. Come and get it. And got it under control. <laughs> Isn't it funny? It's a cake. Come and get it. Come and get it. got it under control. And so got it and you under you make control. control. You okay, honey? I just got up too fast. This is mine. This is my Ooh. pick. <laughs> Like the classic case of any of my other movies, I usually see a celebrity and I'm like, okay, I wanna see that. <laughs> in this instance. And your boy Keanu Reeves. It was Keanu Reeves. But before I had even watched the movie, I had known that he had not that much screen time in this. So I took it with a grain of salt. I was like, yeah, fine. Not, not like Jack Black and uh, Don't Worry, yeah. you won't get far in foot. See, before that, I didn't know anything about that movie. But I had, had heard about this and I was like, okay, it's got Keanu, but not much Keanu but I wanna see it. Apparently it's good. So that was the tale to tell about this movie for me. Mm -hmm. The synopsis here is, a young woman dealing with anorexia meets an unconventional doctor who challenges her to face her condition, and embrace life. Yeah. Yeah, sounds sounds about right. And uh, this stars here, it's uh, Rebecca Kennedy, Lily Collins, Dana L. Wilson, and uh, of course your boy Keanu Reeves. It's always weird when they don't have the
0: uh, main actor first, yeah. Like I, I don't even remember who Rebecca Kennedy was. I, th- I feel like she was in the first scene and that's it. She was Penny, which I'm pretty sure is the first the, the first person who talks, and then Lily Collins kind of shuts her down. Yeah. In the movie, um, but who knows? I That's just always weird when they do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, and then of course it was directed by uh, Marty Knoxon or Knoxon, Knoxon, yeah. whatever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and written and written by Marty Yeah. Uh
0: I actually read that um Marty both Marty and Lily Collins had struggled with uh I it did, didn't specify if it was anorexia but they both had eating disorders growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh so this was very personal to both of them. Um you know, they wanted to show it as realistically as possible and and with with respect, which I always love it when filmmakers you know a tell their own stories about like their their lives and and their struggles and b just take everything with like you know they wanted to go do right by it there's so many filmmakers out there that just try to you know do a cash grab on on uh certain subjects not that you know eating disorders would ever be like a cash grab subject but um
1: no I see what you're
0: saying Yeah like like The th- number one thing I can think of Is like 9-11 Where there's been So many movies About 9-11 Or that uh, Patriots Day thing um, Yeah Where you know It was like three years After the Boston City bomb Or Boston Marathon bombing They made a movie about it Like there's no way You could know all the facts By then And, and be able to Do it with respect You know that just Seems like gratuitous To me Yeah but uh, I did some research, and, and I couldn't find how much weight she did lose. But Lily Collins did lose weight for this; it wasn't she lost just makeup.
1: A significant amount of weight. Yeah, not yeah. not to say she's not a skinny person just as it is, but yeah. she you could obviously um, she's anorexic. Yeah, <laughs> she's anorexic. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she,
0: she worked with a nutritionist uh, to lose weight as safely as possible. Yeah, um, which is definitely a smart way to go about it because I'm pretty sure anytime Christian Bale needs to lose weight, he just don't, don't he just, just Christian Bale. Yeah, everything. he just eats a can of tuna and an apple a day, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I actually enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. Um, you and me both. Yeah.
1: Um, and, let's see. Uh, obviously, the dedication to all the or from all the actors to this uh, to this movie for all losing weight or gaining weights. specifying on which character we're talking Mm -hmm. about, um, really hit it home for me uh, because none of it's, at least to my eyes, none of it's really CGI. They all look like they dove in anorexia first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, Uh. they they, they all did. I mean, she was probably the... The uh, you know, the most drastic change because the other ones were supposed to have been like a certain amount of uh recovery in, um, but the probably the most compelling story of them all was um, the one woman who was pregnant and in the recovery home, um, who is actually Leslie Bibb, who is uh. I don't know if they're married, but they've been together a while. Sam Rockwell, um, yeah, and uh, you know that that really just kind of that pulled the whole thing together. Because otherwise, it's just a bunch of kids struggling with things. And and as shitty as it sounds, you don't always take kids as seriously as you should. Yeah, uh, even myself, admittedly, where you you just kind of like just. Like in in this scenario would be like just eat. What's your problem? But when you see like a, a grown woman struggling with it, it kind of gives more weight to it. Um, yeah. And again, that's a shitty way of thinking. You should take everything seriously, but it's unfortunately just the way some minds work. Well, uh, I'm glad even you just that momentarily, up
1: even in this movie, they brought that up like multiple times. Like just eat. What's the problem? Yeah. Uh, they brought that up, and then of course they showed reasons why that's not just the problem like it's not just hey I can't eat like they can eat fine it's yeah just, it's, it's
0: a mental thing you yeah gotta, like you got to get over the mentality of it um where they're at a point in their life where food I think it makes them nauseous or or mm. you know it's just like a, uh, a hurdle they have to get over mentally um but yeah I, I, I thought it was really compelling uh Megan, who was played by Leslie Bibb, was, you know, probably my favorite part of the entire film, and and has a very tragic ending, unfortunately, with uh, her losing her child. But uh, Mm -hmm. if it if it weren't for that, I probably wouldn't have been as invested. I I still would have enjoyed it because you know she's only in it for maybe. 10 15 minutes and like five of which is is based around her
1: even with Um, that time you this movie really sets its tone that it's it's being taken it wants to be taken seriously yeah um
0: my uh, the biggest flaw in this movie in my opinion uh, i don't know how you felt but the romantic interest lucas i really did not care for him i thought he was you know, selfish and and uh, only
1: thought about himself, which might have been what they were going for, but it well, really yeah. I was going to say that too. Uh, that's most likely what they were going for. Um, I I too was also kind of annoyed by it, but I understood it because yeah. uh, they they give all these cases and for for him, his case was that he needed a dependent, I mm-hmm. guess, and he made Lily Collins his character, his dependent. Yeah. Like, he was fine, and then she showed up, and then he was like, well, I need you. That's, that's it. Yeah. Don't just leave me, and stuff like that. It annoyed me, but I understood. Um, Definitely, but the, the the way they
0: filmed it, it also made it seem like she was fine with it. Like, I, I, in the end, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I saw it a week ago, so I might be mis- mis- mistaken, but... uh. Like they go back and have this moment where like Oh everything's gonna be okay He's like no you need to talk to him about being a selfish asshole <laughs> Yeah um,
1: uh, I had, That was a problem for me And just uh, The ending was kind of a problem for me too Yeah um, Other than that I, I I love this movie it was great
0: Yeah um, I, I, re- the, I
1: really did enjoy it uh,
0: I really Did not care for Lucas As a character um, Yeah
1: he was funny he had funny moments but but, overall his character was just really selfish and yeah and didn't didn't really have an arc
0: of realizing he was being selfish and kind of trying to change his ways had they had had they included that I probably would have uh, tolerated it a bit Mm -hmm. more but you know it's just really flat the entire way he's just he's full of energy he's kind of cocky and snarky and everything is about him and have a really weird sexual fetish with women eating or something. <laughs> Not really, but it's it's just it, in a scene where like he's trying to get uh Lily Collins to eat a candy bar. And, yeah. Uh, makes it sexual either as a joke or for real. I either think he's way, just a awkward. sexually
1: frustrated man. Well, yeah. just he's, more than usual. He's probably an incel, so. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, with, with the ending of this movie, I feel like they, for a good like half hour, they pushed that uh uh Lily Coll Ellen or L El, Ellie or Eli. Eli. That that was weird for me, Eli, that part too. Yeah.
0: But I uh, just thought of Denzel and, Washington in the book of yeah, Eli. Yeah, that's what I was
1: thinking too. Um But Ellie Ellie would have made more sense for me. But anyway, yeah. past that. Um they really for the last half hour pushed that she needs to crash hard before she gets better. Yeah. And then like Her crash hard was she has this really powerful moment with her mom, and then she just kind of, kind of runs away from her mom, and then she ends up in the desert, and wakes up in the desert. And she's like, "I gotta get better." She has like this this dream sequence thing, and then she's like, "Well, I need to get better." Yeah. And then just goes. It's that's it. Kind of put me off a little bit. I understood what they were going for. Um, I feel like there's probably a better way they could have done it, Uh, but overall that. That was more my gripe than Lucas's yeah. character than anything. I I kind of
0: hope I I wish that rather than seeing Luke in her, in her hallucination that that night, um, she saw her sister because their dynamic was much more compelling than any other. Yeah. Um, any any other dynamic in it. Uh, in fact, she her sister has one of her one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. Uh, where like after they visit the uh, Keanu Reeves for the first time her sister says, if you die I will kill you <laughs> <laughs> which, which is brilliantly stupid like you, it's something ex- exactly something a sister would say to uh, her, her sister mm-hmm. um, and it's I, I, I laughed and also felt all the feels when she said that <laughs> I think
1: something that even more uh, that could have been done better uh, for the ending at least was Maybe introducing her father at the end Yeah like he Like you don't see him at all This whole movie and I feel like Finally seeing him at the end More or less like just Broken down about the whole thing or something That probably would have been A more Better ending Yeah or at least like have a moment where You either
0: find out he's just I mean he's a giant asshole but you find out He's a giant asshole and his Her stepmom Sticks up for her to her dad. Yeah. Because they, they tried to, you know, sweep everything her stepmom did under the rug, which you understand why she's doing it. She's just trying to help her stepdaughter. Yeah. But, you know, it, she's it, doing she's, it in bad ways. She's but doing yes. it in terrible ways. So it would have been uh, like, it would have just been like a nice, neat way to wrap it up if like her dad shows up and it's just like, why can't you just eat or whatever? And her mom just sticks up for her and, and like gives it her. Gives her dad the, uh, the one you know the what for. <laughs> for me,
1: any anything really would have been better than having a dream about Lucas and herself being skinny and just yeah. being like, oh well, that's why I need to get better. Yeah, I
0: think that's my biggest issue with this is that it, there, the 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 relationship between Lucas and. Uh, Ellen just didn't seem to be there, you know. No, it seemed forced. Uh, I could see on Lucas's end why he would want to, but there is absolutely no reason for Lily Collins' character to be interested in him at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, idea but, yeah. but yeah uh we've i kind of want to talk about retta uh from parks and recreation she plays um uh, yeah that kind was a of fun like, little
1: thing that i saw i was like yeah
0: oh. yeah she plays the uh i don't know what you would call her but she's like the the, the main person who she's stays like at the, the house the, the head of the house the, yeah, uh, yeah yeah whatever the caregiver if you will uh and i i thought she was great you know she you could tell that uh, she wasn't just being a bitch. She was giving, like, tough love and everything, and mm-hmm. um, it, it wasn't that she didn't care. It was that she just knew that,
1: you know... That's what they needed was tough love. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I liked her character, too. Yeah.
0: I thought she, it was nice seeing her. I, I, I like seeing it when, uh, you know, side characters of big
1: TV shows get some roles. Um Oh, that's that. the thing about this movie. It was really nice to see a lot of great characters and acting. And, except for, obviously, one, but it wasn't really the actor's fault, uh, Luke. And, like, you didn't like the stepmom, but there are there people out there like that character. Yeah, you understand. It, it. it was very real. And it, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Even, even, uh... Even, even Retta, man. Even Retta. Um...
0: Yeah, I don't have too much to say. I, I definitely enjoyed this a lot more than I thought. Uh, I found out that my boy Keanu was left-handed, like your boy Mike, Miguel Magusto. <laughs> my boys. Um, so I got way too excited when I found out he was left-handed. I was like, yeah!
1: <laughs> is he, like, legitimately left-handed? Uh, actually, no, I think he is.
0: I mean, <sighs> he was left-handed in the movie, and the way I look at it is if, if they don't mention it in the movie, the actor is actually left-handed. Yeah. Um, so when I saw him... Writing with his left hand, I was like, "You go, man, you go." We need more left-handed rep- representation.
1: There's not left-handed, not
0: enough left-handed representation in the world.
1: I guess I guess we really didn't talk about Keanu too much, but uh, yeah, where's my left-handed other, superhero movie? Other than <laughs> other than him being left-handed, uh, he's he's good in the movie. He doesn't re- really bring too much of a presence. He's just the doctor who shows up at the house and he's like, oh, this is what you need to do. This is your problems here, and yeah. just grow a pair." <laughs> I mean it was it was good. It's good to see him. He gave his performance. Yeah. But it wasn't anything outstanding, nothing like Yeah, I guess this is a terrible comparison, but like John Wick or Matrix. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he, just in his...
0: <laughs> he just comes in and starts shooting anorexic people. Wow. <laughs> uh no, I, I would have liked to see more character development for for his character. Um yeah. you know, they go into it a little bit like how he doesn't have a, uh, a girlfriend or kids or anything because mm-hmm. he's you know, the whole married to my work cliche, but, uh, you know, it's it's uh, not something that was terribly missed, but it would have been nice to see.
1: Yeah. Or it's just even if he had some experience with the topic, ex- except for just being a doctor, like in mm-hmm. you know, it, that would have been cool to see. But I mean, it's it wasn't any part of his fault that yeah. it was like that. It was just he was just a character. That was it.
0: Now, I... T- you talked a little bit about it or the the moment with her mother before she goes into the desert. Yeah. Did that weird you out
1: at all? <laughs> it. Yes, it was it was weird, but I understood it. Yeah. I mean, if it, uh,
0: if you haven't seen it, I'm hoping everyone way, that is listening has seen it, but
1: The way I saw it was uh the mom is grasping for straws from what she can do for her child.
0: That's fair. Yeah. Um, so essentially
1: like, although it was weird, I understood she's got nothing left to lose than try this one other thing.
0: I think it wouldn't have been as weird if she didn't cradle her like a baby. Like she, she says she wants to feed her. Like you can, you can just, and did it have to be a bottle? Yeah, like, couldn't I mean, have I'm just glad been like, it was
1: that instead of you know something else. Well, no,
0: no, like <laughs> you could feed someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, With a fork and
1: knife, like it doesn't have to be the whole well, no, I th- infantile I think, thing about it. Yeah, although it was weird, I think it made more of an impact that way because instead of just spoon feeding someone, like oh, I missed missed out on doing this to you as a child. Do you mind if I do it with you now? Because it, it, I guess it's more. It brings them closer, not only literally physically, but oh, we missed out on this. Let's let's try to do it, even though yeah. you're 22 years old. I, I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. It was it was fine in my opinion, but it was weird. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's it's it didn't throw me off completely, but it was still just like it felt like it was out of left field. Maybe that's just because what, you what know.
1: threw me off more was what happened after the whole dream sequence and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That made uh, her mom cradling her
0: like a baby and feeding her with an actual bottle.
1: Yeah, seem silly. Because even in the dream, she's like, "That's what I look like." It's like, yeah, you know, excuse me. You never looked in a mirror. <laughs> you look in a mirror. You don't tell. You don't listen to what people tell you every. I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, that's, the, that's the whole point of it. Yeah, I guess that's the whole point. Is like, they're, she's listening to other people tell her how shitty she looks instead of actually just looking at herself. But yeah, ah, uh, that's a that's a whole topic that it's not easy to talk about.
0: So welcome to our new house member, Alan. Hi. Oh my god. How do you do it? Eat. I mean. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really fucking hungry. <laughs> I feel kind of angry. It's my life too. I don't get to have
1: a sister. What's going on with you? I just don't see the point. People say they love you. But
0: what they mean is they love how loving you makes them feel about themselves. I don't even know where to start with that. There's all kinds of wrong.
1: Way that you're going, one day you won't wake up. I can't stop. Every time you hear that voice, I want you to tell it to fuck off. Fuck off, voice. Ah! Somebody tell me why we're here. Cause we're alive. Very good. Ah! Some of them actually seem like they're doing okay. Like they might get lives and be semi-interesting people. Just say something optimistic. I did say semi.
0: Well, let's move on to Krisha or Kreisha, as they say it sometimes.
1: You been? What have you been doing? I have tried to become a better human being. <laughs> a lot you missed. Oh. You got a lot of fixing to do. Are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. have stayed away while I was healing myself. Cretia
0: returns for Thanksgiving dinner after 10 years away from her family, but past demons threaten to ruin the festivities. Uh, written and directed by Trey Edward Schultz and starring Cretia Fairchild, Alex De- Debranco, Robin Fairchild, Chris Dubeck, and all of Trey Edward Schultz's family. So yeah, that's... Trey Edward Schultz is the director of one of my favorite movies, It Comes at Night. Um, so I kinda wanted to watch this. I, I learned a lot about this while uh, you know, doing some research. He made the entire thing in his mom's house in Houston. It's that big yeah. house. Yeah, with uh the entire cast was his friends or family uh or his family or friends ex- with the exception of two people mm-hmm. um who I believe were Chris Dubeck and uh, what's the other guy, Bill Wise. Um, They were the two people that had, uh, I think, a little bit more to do. But uh, yeah, he filmed the entire thing in his house, his mom's house uh, with his family for very cheap. So that's kind of what, uh, why I wanted to uh, do this movie, because it's it's an extremely independent movie to the point where, you know, it's all shot in his mom's house. Yeah. I imagine the amount of money he saved just on acting. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, uh, the main actress, Cretia Fairchild, um, who plays Cretia, is actually his aunt and...
1: Um, yeah, it's just the entire thing. It's funny, is most of the cast's names are actually their names in the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost everybody. Uh,
0: I actually read that this is based on an actual Thanksgiving that his family had, where his cousin, um, who was a drug addict and this she's an alcoholic but in well she's also kind of a drug addict yeah but uh in in uh, her his cousin that this happened to where she had like a breakdown at thanksgiving um was a drug addict and, and relapsed at thanksgiving and uh unfortunately died a few few days later um but uh yeah um with everything in mind this movie is decent uh I was a little disappointed by it, but, you know, that's just more so because of my high expectations for it. Um, I expected more from this than you probably should from a very, very low budget independent movie.
1: Yeah. What'd you think? All right. Now, contrasting to you, I had no expectations for this movie. Um, obviously I didn't know it existed until you brought it up. Um one of the things I actually really enjoyed about this movie is the film style. Mm-hmm. A lot of it looks like it straight from it It Comes at Night. Yeah. Like you can yeah. see the similarities. There's a lot of similarities. Especially in the film with the style. way
0: this sounds a little silly, but if you've seen if you've even seen the trailer for It Comes at Night, the way he moves down a hallway. Yeah. Is very obvious that it's the same filmmaker
1: and to me I think the film style helped make this movie better in my opinion absolutely much much better Um, other than that I think this movie is just basically kind of your average movie it's about a broken family Um, well not really a broken family a broken person in a somewhat normal family Um, I, I really did I don't want to say I really did. I enjoyed the fact that he used all these, all these friends and family in his movie. It was nice to see uh, something we do on a usual basis uh, mm-hmm. in our film work. And uh, he's got talented <laughs> friends and family too. He, he does, especially um, his that aunt. he used in in his film. So yeah. it's kind of it's inspirational seeing this movie. Um, I'm not saying, Mike, let's go make a goddamn movie right now. But uh, <laughs> Let's go yeah, make a goddamn it, it movie right now. It makes you right think what you could do, I'm sure with a little bit of money, obviously, that he had. Yeah. And just family, friends, a huge freaking house. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else we got? Um, I, I, it did a really good job of creating the
0: stress of like a huge family gathering. Yes. Um, like, I was super anxious in
1: the first five ten minutes and he yeah he did so well at making these this family event and like you understood Kreisha's point of view Mm -hmm. why she is the way that she is like sure she was trying and like in her past you understood the reasons why she left her family and all these details they give in the movie trying to make herself better and then the family saw that and were like well you're just a piece of shit you left the family Uh, so like that that was cool Um, like for me I understood that a lot Yeah Um And I understood like Obviously the family's point of view Of like Why they think She's a piece of crap And yeah. stuff like that
0: the, the, the thing I thought They did really well Like you could tell Everyone is having fun at this Yeah At least in the first 30 minutes or so Except for her Um Which You know It's hard to show people Having fun But also Have you be on the side Of the person Who's like feeling anxious About everything And Yeah you know, it's just kind of everything's kind of boiling over. It's just it, he, he just did a fantastic job at, at creating anxiety in something that's,
1: you know, just a normal thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think for what what he's got going on here, he did a very, very good job with on basically what is just an average normal thing. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say I jumped head over heels for it. But I'm saying, for what he did with it, I think it was, it was really done well. Mm-hmm. He, he um,
0: did something that he duplicated, and it comes at night as well, where the aspect ratio changes uh, from time to time. Um, and, and it comes at night, like the last... 10 or so minutes the aspect ratio gets more and more wide yeah. um, like you see these black bars coming down but it happens so slowly you don't notice it but it just feels like you're being crushed mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you use it in the same way as this but it definitely goes from like 16 by 9 to uh, 2.35 by 1 uh, 4 by 3 at one point you know there's a, a whole bunch of changes in aspect ratio to kind of Change how the film feels throughout, and I thought that was you know, it's really clever. Uh, you don't see that pretty much ever, like, people usually just stick to one aspect ratio, and I feel like people could really utilize that um, m- more because it does create a subtle tone change. Um, like in this, it, it's uh, you feel more. Like you're being crushed when it's four by three. Yeah. Um, things feel more. Uh, what's the word? Claustrophobic when it's two point three five by mm-hmm. one. Um, and then you know when it when it's just normal and everything's just fine. It's sixteen by nine, and uh, you know these numbers probably don't mean anything to most people, but it's it it's. Uh, it, it, it's just the change in the shape of the frame, it, it really
1: added. It really did, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about this movie. It doesn't have any real big twist. It's just a family event and yeah. two points of view on a family Yeah, uh, and, family and situation. For,
0: for using what they had, the actors they had were great. Um, you know, not nothing, like, professional caliber, but, like, they did what they could to help their family member make, like kind of achieve his dream uh the probably the biggest issue i had with it is uh trey edward schultz plays himself in this um yeah he's the character trey who we find out later is cretia's uh son um and they have this whole conversation about how like he wants her she wants him to get into film cuz he loved it as a kid and uh he's kind of being forced to go into something else and i kind of just feel like
1: that was unnecessary and kind of just uh it yeah, it felt a little bit out of place yeah it it did um yeah like, like i understood I, I, that at that point it was a story about him mhm but uh it did feel a little out of place yeah and i i i
0: feel like it would have been better if they changed it to literally anything else but film, just because it felt it felt heavy-handed, yeah. and I just felt like he was trying to make a statement about his self, himself uh, at that point. Um, and it just felt unnecessary. But, you know, that that's just like a, a minor nitpick. I just wish you know, it was like, oh, you should have gotten into writing or or you know, painting or whatever. Like, literally it, anything but
1: film. Yeah, it it would have been fun. It would have made more sense if like they had More detail about it And like brought more detail about it Before the talk itself Instead yeah. of just bringing it up in the talk Yeah like if he held a camera at all Yeah Throughout it um, Or even like if he was taking photos of the family During the thing uh, And then she brought up photography Or something like that Yeah, like, yeah That would make sense Or yeah. if he was even filming the family event It would, it would make sense But uh eh, it's a, It's a detail Yeah Um But overall, I just really
0: I I appreciate like the real independent feel of this Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely gave me some inspiration for hopefully doing something feature length in
1: in my future since I've only done short films lately. Um, So uh, I think the, the one other thing I have to say about this movie is I'm glad it went with the length of time that it went with. Instead of kind of dragging it out.
0: Yeah, it's, like it's a, real less short. Than an hour and a half. Yeah, it's only 83 minutes with credits. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like... Uh,
1: so that was a good choice, too.
0: Yeah, if, if he tried to drag it out anymore, probably would have felt dragged out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You are a lever. You are heartbreak incarnate.
1: If you think you can just pop in and pop out of people's lives like this, you are malinformed. You don't know who I am. You don't know anything about what I'm here trying to do. What's going on with you? Which I totally hate, me. I'm not going back, Grisha. I've earned a right to be at this table. Did you lie to me? You look at me and tell me you love me. Look over there, Mom. There's Grisha, your daughter. Her name is Grisha. Her name is Grisha. That's her daughter.
0: That's Cresha. But that does it for Cresha. So, we watched two Stop. movies this week, Dan. Or, you're not Daniel. Daniel.
1: It's me, you're, Daniel. You're
0: <laughs> Glenjamin. We watched two <laughs> movies, Glenderman. Uh So, let's get into the judgment, shall we? Let's start with To the Bone.
1: See, I don't like this. I don't like how tough this is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the message that it stood for. But I don't like Luke's character, and I don't like the ending of the movie. Yeah. But the message that it stood for and how well the actors went through the anorexia and stuff like that, and the stories some of them had was good enough for me to want to put it on the shelf, but the ending hurts it, and Luke hurts it. Yeah. So like normally I'd be joking around and say well Mike I don't know (laughs) (laughs) but I actually I don't know what I want to do with this and I kind of want your opinion before I make mine
0: that's fair um you know it's definitely better than I thought it was going to be uh especially for like uh uh you know throughout the years Netflix originals have kind of gone downhill yeah that they're kind of working with more money uh not to say that they're all bad but you know it used to be if it was a netflix original it was going to be good because they were more so well they're just cranking them out now yeah and they're buying things that just have big names attached to them whether they're good or not um this is probably i want to i don't want to say in the middle but slightly above in the middle as far as quality goes Mm -hmm. um Definitely better than I thought it was, but I, I'm I'm with you there. Like Lucas, and the ending really hurt this. Um, like it, even if you just develop Lucas's character more, make him realize he's kind of being an asshole instead of just letting it breathe. Adding the the element of the stepmother ste- uh, stepping up for her stepdaughter uh, to the father. Mm-hmm. Um, just it, it's like it's almost there, but not quite there. Yeah. Um, so I, I completely agree. Um, but you have to decide before I decide. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no. I am also going to say no. Um, (laughs)
1: <laughs> Eat that to
0: the bone, literally
1: and metaphorically.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say no no matter what, but I just yeah. wanted... I didn't want my answer to influence yours. And, well, yeah, uh, and a little bit of we drama agreed, really makes it go away. We agree too much on this podcast. We need more conflict. Seriously. Speaking of conflict, <laughs> let's get into Cretia. To <laughs> the bone does not make it on the shelf a unanimous decision, too. Um, but Cretia... <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat where I want to hear your opinion before I, I talk about it. Well, um, you
1: want to, you need to talk about it before I. I, I can will get my I, opinion
0: you, if you don't interrupt me. I'll get into <laughs> it, Klentziman. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kresia, I really enjoy the independent aspect of it. It's really a great film for uh, you know aspiring filmmakers to see what they could do with limited resources. Um, the writing was weak at some points, but the filming techniques they use in the film style, the changing of aspect ratio, the subtle differences and camera movements that they do to create a tension is damn near masterful. Um, so really the flaws in this are only due to the lack of resources, which is yeah. understandable. So, you know, if this were a multi-million dollar movie, I would say no, absolutely not. But because, you know, you take into account uh I'm going to look up the the budget right now actually. Um I think it was only like $40,000 or something crazy like that where it's probably mostly spent on post-production. Um but yeah, because of that it it kind of is more understandable what flaws happened.
1: So I'm I'm torn. And now it's your turn to help yeah, me I'm out. I'm man. trying to find this movie we were talking about before, and of course...
0: when It Comes a Night, or...?
1: No. Uh, what was the The Endless. Other, was that what it was? The Endless, yeah. Okay. Basically, I'm in the same boat as I was then. Um, and I could redeem myself for The Endless here and be like, listen, this was an independent film. Through and through, I understood it was good. It didn't have the money to be great, but it was good for what it had. And I'm in the same boat I am back then. Um, if it, if it makes you
0: feel better, I enjoyed The Endless more than I enjoyed this. True. Um But But also, I don't think that that writes... (laughs) I'm not done talking. Just let me say, I don't think that that... We need conflict. (laughs) I don't think that that writes this off the shelf just because I like The Endless more than this. Because I still believe The Endless deserves to be on the shelf, and maybe we'll re-examine that later down the road. Yeah. So, all
1: right, so that being said, I I feel like I could redeem myself by saying this movie deserves to be on the shelf, but that's me trying to redeem something I did back then. Now, going back to... Um I think what really Saved this movie was the Film style definitely Other than that this is Basically just an average movie um, For the most part obviously mm. I think for what They had it was It was great it was done very Well for an independent film uh, All the all the actors or family Or friends or except for Two people you said uh, the settings, or well, the setting really was—they didn't really have to spend anything on this movie. <laughs> but how, do you have the information of how much they probably could have spent on it?
0: Uh, I actually just looked it up. They—the uh, budget was thirty thousand dollars.
1: Okay. It's—it's uh, it's tough, man. It's—and I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed both kind of aspects on point of views on the family and why Krisha's this way and then Krisha why she's trying to be better but she just really ends up not being and why she is that way because of the family Mm -hmm. Um, I did enjoy that but overall if it wasn't really for the film style itself I don't think I'd really enjoy this movie yeah but, of course, because of the film style, I enjoyed this movie a little
0: bit. I mean, film style is like 50% of the film. So, <laughs> so it's tough. Yeah, it's not insignificant, the fact that the film style makes this movie. Yeah. Um, I also I just want to say I love how much time we're spending on the judgment for these two. I think yeah, it's the longest real. we've ever spent. Uh, I am going to go and say yes this does deserve to go on the shelf um
1: here i am looking like an asshole again
0: (laughs) Um, Uh, again i want to re-examine the endless later down the road yeah um but i do think that people need to recognize filmmakers with less resources who accomplish something like this more than you know to say a movie that did make on the shelf Outlaw King, well I enjoyed Outlaw King, they had massive resources a a great cast um, and you know probably did a, a worse job of building tension not that Outlaw King wasn't good but the tension in Cretia is so present throughout the entire film with little to no resources it was just really impressive
1: and here's the one detail I left out so I didn't make it look like I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay. So when we watch these independent films, if it leaves me feeling at least a little bit inspired to make something, I think it deserves to be on the shelf. hmm So watching this, I saw what he could do with what he had, and it turned out pretty good. The, obviously, the film style, style saved it. Mm-hmm. But what he was able to manage with that much money and I feel I feel like it deserves to be on the shelf. It left me inspired. Mike, we should make something right now. Let's go.
0: Let's do it. Come back to, to Pennsylvania. We'll make something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so, on the shelf, boy. It's on the <laughs> shelf, boy. It's a shelf, boy. <laughs> it's a shelf, boy. To the bone does not make it onto the shelf. Cresha does make it onto the shelf. And one day we will re-examine the endless. Just not today. Uh, but that brings us to next week's movies uh, Glenn what is your movie for next week you're gonna
1: hate me for this oh no right, you're gonna love me all right get ready because this bad boy is on Netflix Netflix sponsor us Netflix and <laughs> it is called uh, the mummy
0: the mummy oh the uh, Tom Cruise one Nineteen
1: ninety nine. Oh! Ooh. Oh! Ooh.
0: You made a little boy happy, sir. Yeah, I made a shelf boy happy I don't, right there. I don't know why. I don't know why you said that. I would hate you for it. I'm, nah, I'm dramatic tension. We need some conflict. I'm excited. Fun fact: uh, The Mummy is one of the movies that made me realize I wanted to be a filmmaker. So. But it's definitely not going to make it on the shelf or anything. No, no way. No way. So do you want to go into more about The Mummy? or?
1: Sure. Uh, the Mummy, uh, obviously, stars Brendan Fre- uh, Fraser, <laughs> Rachel Weisz. Who's it directed by? It doesn't pop up on Netflix.
0: Um, first of all, that's a shame. Netflix sponsor us, but also put your directors on your, your info-,
1: info. I think it usually does. It just didn't right there, which was oh. weird. Um, Steven Summers. Damn, I just got it, too. Uh, Well, and it's directed by Steven Somers. Uh, When an American archaeology team unwittingly resurrects a cursed mummy, it's up to an adventurer and a clumsy Egyptologist. I've never heard that word before. To stop the evil spirit. Also, you got Hunk Brendan Fraser. That's all the synopsis Mm -hmm. you need. So,
0: a little backstory. The mummy made me think I wanted to be an archaeologist, but really I just wanted to make movies um but yeah uh i'm really excited to watch it my movie is one that i've definitely seen i'm pretty sure you've seen as well i haven't seen it since it was in theaters and don't remember too much about it but i do remember liking it maybe it'll be the same maybe it'll be different uh but it is 2009's moon directed by duncan jones written by nathan parker Starring Sam Rockwell and Kevin Spacey, uh, pre-scandal.
1: Um, so I would like to note that you made me—not made me, but you recommended this to me—way back when. Uh, yeah, I do.
0: I do remember that. I couldn't remember if you actually watched it though. This was
1: like four or five years ago. Yeah,
0: but it, that's also on Netflix. Netflix sponsors us. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm. I, I really. I, I saw that. I was like, I really need to rewatch it because I haven't seen it. In 10 years, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, But Moon tells the story of astronaut Sam Bell has a quintessential personal encounter toward the end of his three-year stint on the moon where he, working alongside with his computer Gertie, sends back to Earth parcels of a resource that has helped diminish our planet's power problems. That really seems like it is more winded than it needs to be for what the movie's actually about. But we'll get into that next week. Um. But yeah, so next week, our movies are The Mummy and Moon. Double M's right there, m M&M. and Double M's, M&M, M&M, get your M&M's ready. Uh, but that will do it for this week. You can follow us on Instagram at Keystone underscore film underscore review. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Keystone Film Review. You can follow me on Letterboxd. I am Mike KFR.
1: And I am Glenn KFR.
0: And that will do it for this week. Until next week, where the weeks are weeks
1: on the next episode of KFR. Yeah. Bye.